Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello. Good morning. Get ready, Melvin. Melvin now. It's Matt and Michelle in the morning. Matt Tilly. I am so excited. Michelle Laurie. What are we doing? I've forgotten. <laughs> wake up. Wake up. Wakey, wakey. Get up. Matt and Michelle. Good morning. Here we go. Matt and Michelle in the morning. Press play, baby. Morning, guys. Hi. A little bit of rain. Yeah, it just yeah. started as I got out of my car. Just a little spit of spat. It's yeah. so hot as well for this time of the oh, year, right? Oh, man, 25 degrees. I had the air conditioning on the way to work in late April. Yeah. Wearing T-shirts. I'm in thongs again. Got my yeah. lesbian sandals <laughs> you know, again. Have you noticed? This is crazy. You notice I'm not wearing shorts today for the first time in a long while. Why? Because I had to iron some pants for something yesterday oh. afternoon. I went... I'm getting more than two wears out of an ironing effort. You know oh, what I mean? Okay. Okay, if I've got to iron something, I first I'll wear it for a few days. You haven't shaved your legs lately because I noticed they're a bit spiky oh, not yesterday. Not really. Amongst certain people, I'd be mortified. But amongst you guys, I couldn't give a stuff. Oh, okay, nice. Couldn't give a tinker's cuss, oh, as my grandfather nice. would say. Nice. Um, well, look, if you think you could uh, talk five strangers into awarding you 10 grand, Matt Michelle's grand jury. 10 uh, grand jury? Yeah, 10 grand jury. You need to register right now. Kiss1011.com.au. Hang on, is that a yawn? Are you kidding? It's like my 13th today. Mate, we are Breakfast Radio. <laughs> Our job is to like be the anti-yawn antidote. Listen, I am living through that period of time and I often, I just think to myself, I think of you, you've been through it. Kate Langbrook's been through it. I think of the people who have been through Breakfast Radio with little kids. Oh, yeah. And I think this is just, this is it. This is the deal at the moment. Yeah. It is people right. standing next to the shower at 4.30 saying to me, I don't want you to go to work. Oh, yeah. You know, and then keeping yep. me up late at night and you know what it's really that. is annoying what? is that those little people who do that, yeah. why aren't they exhausted in the afternoon and snapping at everyone? They're still full of beans. I can't believe it. I was lying on a bed last night and I, just because I couldn't move by yeah. about six and Louis chatting ping, and ping, playing. Ping, 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 ping. Yeah, I'm like, how are you yeah, that's doing what I don't this? Get. I don't get it. Uh, someone guys, someone it. is spiking the lunchboxes of our children. Do you reckon? Now, Big developments in Lebanon overnight, and happy, we're about happy to news. bring you up to speed on them. We are joined again by Tom Steinford, European correspondent for Channel 9. Hey, Tom, thanks for chatting to us. Pleasure. Look, a lot more hopeful than last time we spoke to you. Last time we spoke to you, we did, you just didn't know what the hell was going on. You didn't know how heavily the judge was going to come down. We were still looking at 20 years, jail and all that kind of stuff. But now a happy ending for most of us. Yeah, it's pretty remarkable when you think that, uh, you know, this time a week ago everyone was thinking that they could be looking at more than a decade behind bars and here we are today. Uh, all five Australians freed and uh, and the 60 Minutes crew, I think, has already jumped on a plane and, and they are out of Lebanon. Uh, it's just a remarkable day how quickly it all transpired, the deal done and... Uh, and the crew getting on their way, and we were in the van with them as they headed out to the airport. And I just don't think I've ever seen people so relieved in my life. Uh, just the smiles from ear to ear uh, on all, all the members of the crew, knowing that uh, soon they're going to be home and hugging their loved ones again. Right. Now, the mum has stayed, though, to say goodbye to her kids because she's got zero custody now. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. So Sally Faulkner will go to a custody meeting tomorrow with Ali Alameda, a strange partner. But effectively part of this deal was that she had to give up full custody 
of the kids, uh, you sort of think a little bit she might have been held to ransom there, but the, the simple fact of the matter for Sally Faulkner was she was either staring at potentially years and years in jail, uh, and she wouldn't see her kids that way anyway, or she would go home without any custody and perhaps be able to work at it from there. Uh, so look, it was a lesser of two evils, I suspect, on her behalf. Right. Uh, you use the words held to ransom. We also hear there's been a significant payment made to the father. Uh, talk around here, around our newsroom, is about a million dollars on behalf of Channel 9, we assume. Can you shed any light on that? Oh, look, to be honest, I've got no idea in terms of the payments and that kind of stuff. Oh, no deal was done, but uh, I certainly wasn't sitting there at the table and uh, negotiating numbers, so it's, it's not something that I actually have very much intel on for, on for you, so... Well, nicely handled, nicely, nicely handled, Tom. Handled. Well, so great outcome for the 60 Minutes crew. Not a great outcome for Jacqueline, the mum, but she knew she was risking everything having a go. And I suppose she had zero custody in the beginning, really and truly, because her children's father had yeah. kidnapped them and, you know, taken them to Lebanon. So I guess she had nothing to lose and in the end she's won nothing. Yeah, I guess it's, uh, it's nothing ventured, nothing gained. Uh, unfortunately, she's been through a pretty traumatic experience uh, in the process, and look, I spoke to Ali Alamine, her estranged partner, this afternoon here, and, and he said that, no, he won't let the kids go to Australia for now, but he did say that down the track, uh, you know, it's something that he's willing to reconsider. And, and I think that once a bit of water goes under the bridge on this one, that perhaps in a year or two's time they can find some, some middle ground and, and hopefully a bit of common sense prevails and the kids can spend some time with their mother. Right. Um, Tom, one of the things that sort of I think is being left out of the equation here is the fact that at some point the mother's going to go and say goodbye to her kids. For all intents and purposes, they're thinking that's forever. Um, what's, what's the state with the kids? Are they brought to the court appearances or are they just quietly being kept out of the media and hidden somewhere? Oh, th- thankfully for them, they're not having to endure the circus that goes on at court each day. I mean, it's, you might have seen some of the pictures and the, yeah. and the chases and everything going on there. I mean, as if these kids haven't, haven't been through enough already. So thankfully they don't have to head down there. They're being housed privately back with um, the father's family. Uh, their role from here, look, as you said, the, the mum will get a chance to say goodbye to them. They're almost not old enough to, to comprehend. I mean, they're only three and five. I mean, you can do it saying goodbye to a three-year-old. I mean, they, they don't know if you're going to the shops or, or going on a, on a world tour kind of thing. It's pretty hard, I'd, I'd imagine, for that youngest child to get their head around uh, exactly what's going on here. So, look, it, it's a tricky position for everyone involved. Um, but, yeah, particularly Sally Falk, I mean, it'd just be horrible for her saying those goodbyes and knowing, you know, certainly she won't be seeing the kids for, for several years, potentially, ever again. Hey, Tom, just on a personal level, I sort of think about you and how your life unfolds at the moment. Now, just before this crisis unfolded, you know, it's pretty traumatic. You were standing next to a mound of um, life jackets, of, you know, refugees. Now we learn that, again, hundreds have died at sea. You just seem to leap from crisis to crisis covering sort of the top half of the world. How does that affect you? Um, oh, look, it's, you know, the job of highs and lows. is never a dull moment, that's for sure. But, uh, look, this one has been particularly challenging because... These are my friends that are locked up. Um, you know, it, it's, it's awful to see some of the stuff we go through. We went straight from that migrant crisis you were talking about to the Brussels terror attacks, and uh, and then uh, on to this. And um, look, it's, it's not great, but this one particularly was um, was challenging given the, our um, you know the relationship we had with the people involved. And before I even went on air and uh, and said that the news had come through that they were going to be released. Uh, I didn't broadcast it first. The first thing I did was, was call up one of my friends who's the wife of uh, 
uh, the sound recorder who was in detention, she just broke down in tears as soon as we started talking. And uh, look, it does when you've got that personal element, it does uh, add a fair bit to the story. So look, it's, it's been uh, it's been a, a pretty challenging two weeks, but uh, I think everyone at the network is just elated that they've got. Out well, let's see if we can get you on Eurovision Song Contest duty, uh, you know, something a little bit light and a little bit fun for your next uh, report. That would be good. Can you start an online, online petition? Yeah. <laughs> Eurovision's <laughs> around the corner. Thank you. Eurovision's just around the corner, Tom. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for your reports. There we go. I'm all about it. Yeah, awesome, man. All right. We'll talk to you about Eurovision next, all right? Here on you go. Thanks, Tom. See you, mate. Matt and Michelle in the morning. Matt and Michelle's. You don't even have to call up to play this game. That's what I like. You can just be sitting wherever you like. Play it in the shower. Play it in the car. Play it at the gym. You could still be in bed. Sure. Just lie there. Lie back and think of a name. Yep. Megan. Yes. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Have you played the name fame game this week just in your head? Yes, I have. I've been playing every morning on my way to work, and I, some some of them I've got right, and some of them I've got wrong. So all right. Well, yeah. at some point, we're hoping for the same thing we get around the pop quiz, which is it's so much easier. Yeah, yeah. You're not on air. Like Wheel of Fortune. Mm. That's what they used to say on Wheel okay. of Fortune. Okay. <laughs> uh, man or lady, I always give the first caller an option. Uh, uh, man. Man. All right. Mike. Mike. Who is the most famous Mike in the world, according to Google? Or in Australia, I don't know. Um, Mike Tyson? Mike Tyson. Oh, great answer. Is it going to hurt you if I say he was the second one? Oh, poop. Yeah. <laughs> and this one threw me a little, Mike, i got to say. You have Mike, a go. Mike. I don't know. I can't think of any. Magic Mike? No. Can't right. be, mate. I go Mike Moore for some reason, but I think that's Michael Moore. Mike Baird, oh, the oh, yeah. premier of one of the states somewhere oh, else. New South, South Wales. New South Wales premier. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, you know, oh. that's Victoria not having a say in Google. Sorry, Megan. Sorry, Megan. You that's okay. Gypped. <laughs> All right, Vera from Altona Meadows. The New South Wales wrecked it for Megan, but let's hope you have more luck. All right. I'm going to go with another lady. Hi, Vera. Vera. You're on, mate. Hi. Good morning, guys. How are you? Yeah, we're good. We're good. Uh, you ready, Vera? I'm ready. Maria. The name fame game has coughed up Maria. Who is the most famous Maria? Uh, let's go Sharapova. Boom, you got it, girl. Oh, nice Vera killed it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, All right. Like Maria Bello or someone. God, brilliant. You're very good, Vera. What's she won, Bags? Uh, 200 bucks has been a glue store. Oh, yeah. Glue Fantastic. store. Well it's done, not, Vera. They don't actually sell glue, though, disappointingly, babe. They sell, like, jeans and that. <laughs> Yeah, and you don't sniff jeans, right? That's kind of creepy. Now, when you've got kids, you go through a lot of glue, don't you? I was like, oh, cool, $200 worth of glue. Yeah, clag. Yeah. Unreal. So we can make a moan with flour and water. I feel sorry for Megan. You know, Maria Sharapova, that's just rolled out as you might I know. Think. That just comes off the, off the yeah. time, whereas my that's a bit hard, especially if you're well, not from New South Wales. Come on, guys. That's showbiz. Yeah, I know. I can't. Okay. But can you name another Maria? Uh, Maria Bello. Yeah. That's who I named. The actress. Oh, I don't know. Let's go to Azza. This is showbiz, guys. Harden yeah. up. Hey, yeah. Aaron. Aaron. Hello, how are you? Well, yeah, I don't know. Uh, how are you? I don't know if you sound hard yeah. enough for showbiz. Are you? Yeah, oh, no, not really. Oh, God. All right, we'll see. <laughs> He's got the giggles. <laughs> you know, at another time, I'd suggest you might have been smoking something up all He's night, Aaron. cute. But probably no, not. No, none of that. No, no, none of that. All right. Okay. I'm going to throw a title at you, right? Does that make sense? 
don't know. Yep. Oh, I'm going to say, who is the most famous lady in the world? Oh, as in lady. As in, in sir world. and lady, you know? Oh, well, I know. Surely. Well, let's see. Queen Aaron. Elizabeth. Who? Queen Elizabeth. No, She's they queen. To, they have to have lady in front of their name. Lady. Uh, lady. Yeah. I have no idea. Who's oh, called Aaron. lady? Lady. <laughs> no, nothing. Oh, I don't know if showbiz is for you, Aaron. Yeah, I don't know if it is, mate. No, no showbiz for me. Back to the bong. Speaking oh, well. of showbiz, I'm thinking Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga is the correct oh, thing to think. Oh, there nice you go. Work there, Michelle. Can Aaron have another go? Because it because oh, was the okay. first, first time we've done a title and... I'll give him another title, a man's title. Okay. So, Sir, who is the most famous Sir? The name fame game. Who is it, Sir? Oh, come on, mate. Aaron, you're still on. Do you know that? <laughs> no, he's gone. He's gone. He's gone, mate. He gave up. No worries. All right, we'll play again. Gone to order a pizza. What? Are we leaving? We can't leave, sir. Hang on. I can't use it again. Google what? it. Yeah, I can't use it quick, again. Quick, someone ring up. And if you want to do sir, quick. Who are you, you going to say? Uh, sir Alec Guinness. <laughs> I'm sure I'm wrong. I'm going to go Sir Elton. Oh, all right. Oh, yeah. that's I've, brilliant. I would have gone Sir Richard Branson. Right. Oh, what are we talking? Other people are saying Sir Donald Bradman, but it was. This is disappointing. There must be a lot of school assignments on this at the moment. Sir Henry Parks. Uh, who's that? What? Is he like a founding father of Australia or something? Is that yeah, what the city of the, Parks is named I think after? He's the, hang on, I'll do a quick. It's one of those blokes with a beard who was standing around at Federation. Oh, one of those guys. I'm oh, pretty sure. One of those losers. Yeah. <laughs> one of those the Federation <laughs> losers. Can you not? Can you Sir not Henry acknowledge? Henry Parks was a colonial Australian politician and longest non-consecutive right. premier of the colony of New South Wales. What is with New South Wales, jerks? What is with Google? Well, they got the biggest population. Can I also say though, he was one of the first hipsters. Yeah, he does look pretty great. You know, yeah. the beard, the slicked hair. Yeah, I think he's got a, a, a green juice just out of shot. No <laughs> doubt. They had the cold dripped coffee yeah. machine going in there yeah. at Parliament. Yeah. And he's on his fixie. Oh, he probably would have been um, a um, penny farthing back then. Matt and Michelle in the morning. You know when you open, like a new toothbrush on the day it's new is so awesome. And then three days later, it's just a toothbrush. It's just a toothbrush. Why did I think this was so good? Yeah, dumb old toothbrush. Well, yeah. We have a new dishwasher. <laughs> and you know what? Our old one, when the door fell off and the, and the top tray, every time you pulled it out, it would go <laughs> and fall down and all the glasses would <laughs> smash. You know, everyone knows what a dishwasher is, yeah. but I can't walk past it now without just opening it because it's just got one of those beautiful sort of click, click oh, that's nice. Just right. shut it up again. Brand new, mate. And Crystal's mate, having the same issue because I, I associate that with dads. I find that dads often will want to sit out on the back deck and just look at that new fence with a stubby at night time and just yeah. admire it or admire the new <laughs> the no. new roof or the new downpipe they've got. Well put that on famous that. ad with the guy who looks at his colour totally. bond roof. That's such a dad just jocks. Thing. I don't know, because I thought that until Chris and I had a yeah. moment in the hallway because I was saying to her, it's kind of naff. But I go and I know in four weeks I'm like, oh Christ, I've got to just take that bloody dishwasher. <laughs> yeah. Jesus, I hate putting that stuff yeah. in there. And she said, Oh no, no, I'm going through that at the moment with something else, aren't you, Crystal? Or two things. Which way did you go? Because these days there are so many options. Russell Hobbs. Mm-mm. Did you go, is it coloured? Did you get a matching colour scheme? Or stainless steel? Oh, don't say that because I'm in big trouble for not paying the extra for the stainless steel dishwasher. You didn't buy a white Dishwasher. Well, it's next to white shelves. And, of course, you know, I thought oh, this is, maybe tacky, it will be mate. the exact same white oh. as the drawers. And as it turns out, there's lots of types of white, folks. Uh-huh. Uh, right. You know. Oh, dear. Oh. <laughs> Donald Trump can tell you that. I've gone right off your dishwasher since I found out yeah, it was so white. I. Oh. I just, 
Oh, I'm right on it. I'm but you know, it. Crystal, uh, I guarantee if we have this conversation in four months, it's just your toaster. Everyone's got one, right? It's just yes. my dishwasher. Yes. But there's that thing about new where you yes. go, there's just a little moment in the sun for every mundane thing. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Get ahead of the postage rate increases this year with stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code program for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code program. At Aldi the other a week. A new roll of toilet paper. I wouldn't go that far, girl. But at uh, at Aldi. The <laughs> How did you know week? I sit down? How did you know I do that? At Aldi the other week, I bought these plastic implements for cooking, and right. there's a special jar to sit them in. And I do admire them every time I walk right. through the kitchen. I go, oh, they're nice. All I want to say is that the dumbest things on earth yes. all have their little moment to shine. Yes. When they're new. Yes. Just like this show. Yes. <laughs> And Matt and Michelle's doggy style celebrate the arrival of winter in style at the American Express Queenstown Winter Festival starting the 24th of June. Uh, do you have a good dog noise, Poppy? You do. That's Sit little, down. little Poppy, our show dog. We should use Poppy like Ariana Grande uses that dog sound when she doesn't want to keep talking in oh, an interview. When you want to wind someone up. Yeah. Oh, Poppy doesn't like you. I'll go, oh, hang on, Poppy's just come. Oh, 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 I've got to go. Sorry, I've got to go. Poppy's going nuts in here. Michael from Baronia, hi. Uh, you, g'day. Oh, g'day, mate. Hi, um, Michael. Do you believe you've got a dog barking you? Yeah, yeah, I've got one. Okay, well, this is important, mate, because someone's going to fly to Queenstown to check out the American Express Queenstown Winter Festival, which is amazing. I was there last year, and a highlight for me was the DB Export Dog Barking Competition. That's why yeah, we would see, like you to do your dog bark, please. I was there the year before, and the highlight for me was the Ferg Burger, but we can't get you to impersonate a hamburger. No, we cannot. <laughs> All right, Michael, All right, let's have you. I do want a small small dog or big dog. Oh, this is great. Okay, you know what? You know what? To increase your chances, I want both. Yeah, me too. All right, ready? Yeah. That's cute. That's like a yeah. little... That's a little... Maltese, no, yeah. smaller. Let's get the big dog. Pomeranian. All right. Okay. Uh, this, yeah, this is a big, big uh, massive anyway. All right. Oh, great. <laughs> Jesus. He's genuinely angry, this, that one. But also, he's that genuinely dog. good. He's got the whole canine ensemble. Yeah, that dog's genuinely about to go, yeah. He's got like a pack of them. I love it. They're Michael. all on heat by the sounds of it. Okay, L from Preston. You wouldn't let the little dog and the big dog alone together. Oh, I reckon no, you would. No. It's called doggy style. L from Preston, give us hi. your hi, darling. Give us your best dog. Okay, so I've got three. Oh, so I've God. got what? <laughs> oh, this well, there's is a mix: Charlie, to... Lu- Charlie, Luna, and Bum are the dogs. So right. I'll try and do them. That was Luna. That's one of those racing car dogs again. Yeah, we need to call the ranger. I think. <laughs> yeah. And the other ones are sort of a mix between, so it's... Uh, cute. 
Thank okay, you, Elle. Elle. Thank you. Let's push on. All right, Simon. Uh, Simone. Sorry, Simone from Richmond. Hello. Hi, hi my, Simone. My dog has a very weird bark because it always likes to bark to its favourite song. Okay. Oh, like Beetle Barkers, that album. Yeah. <laughs> from yeah. centuries ago. <laughs> Is that an album? Yeah. yeah, whole album of Beatles songs with barks. Okay, Simone, let's have it. <laughs> You're mental. Yeah. And I love it, Simone. But That's I don't, great. I don't love it enough to knock Michael off his perch. It was really hard today because Michael came out of the gate swinging with two excellent dog impersonations. Big dog, little dog. Michael, you're in the draw, dude. Oh, beautiful. Ah, beautiful. Well played, mate. Yeah, yeah mate. Look, Go, look, you know what? Go and lick yourself, mate. You've done very, very well. <laughs> Matt and Michelle in the morning. Michelle Laurie's Nitty-gritty. Yeah. Well, you sound fired up. Well, I mean, it doesn't get nittier or grittier than uh, revenge porn, does it? Whoa, I mean, it's no. so terrifying. Um, I just can't I, I can't imagine I just thought we had this understanding feel. on earth that if you've been with someone and it doesn't work out, then what happens when you're with them stays with them? The rules have changed so much. Um, there's this website, secret Facebook page called the Melbourne Men's Society. I mean, a couple of weeks ago, what was the story last week? There was oh, a Melbourne similar... Uni, the That's hotties right. at Melbourne Uni. That's right. So I, I think this is sort of a follow-on from there. Not that they're the same people, but it's the same it's issue. It's a laddish cult. It's a laddish cult. Melbourne Men's Society page was created only about a month ago. I'm reading this from the uh, news.com.au website. Sounds like a Liberal Party thing to me already. Yeah, it, it is very, yeah. It Privileged is, white boys. It is very Melbourne Uni uh, sounding. And so apparently it was done, though, in response to a uh, Melbourne Gals Pals page. And oh, okay. They, they reckon that the women on their page were uploading uh, revenge porn, essentially, photos that men of had blokes. sent them and having a bit of a laugh about it. And so these guys have responded by uh, doing the oh. same thing, right? Now now the sands are shifting. Uploading. Well, then, of course, then the women are, are chiming in and saying, no, what you're doing is different. You're taunting women. You're um, about their nude pics. You're, you're pushing them to even very dark mental, you know, psychological places. Some now, of these what were they doing say. laughing about blokes with a kink in their willy and stuff? Yeah, look, I, I don't know. I, this woman says girls are like stitches. You pull them out and they then they open up. I think she means that we're just, we're, we're uh, you know, something like that can just really open us up and really hurt us forever. I don't really... want to get involved in your nitty or your gritty, but shouldn't just neither side do it? Absolutely. I mean, this is where I'm at, and I'm probably going to be accused of slut-shaming, to be honest. Taylor Swift's going to be <laughs> furious with me. Oh, God. But oh, wow. But I just feel like... Amy Schumer's calling me. I just, I just feel like the only way to protect yourself from anyone ever in the world is to protect yourself and don't make yourself vulnerable. Like... I would be saying to my daughter, men are idiots, young men more so. There's nothing dumber in the world than a young man. With a Facebook page? Oh, God, with anything, with a motorbike, with a Facebook page, with the drugs, with the alcohol, so with anything. They're just idiots. Hang on, get to the slut shaming bit. Well, don't send them photos of yourself nude. Now, I'm that's gonna, I'm going to be accused of victim blaming How? here. Because people say, no, a woman should be able to do whatever she wants. And a man, it's up to the man to stop himself from misusing it, which is obviously true. But my perspective is I don't trust men. Yeah, but you should be able to drive to work, right? <laughs> I don't trust right, you people. Without being in a car accident. But there's always someone that's out of your control. That's not slut-shaming. That's just called being smart. But when I'm, I, I guess the idea is, you know, when I'm sending nudes, just like when I'm driving, 
it's my choice, it's my life to drive the way I want or to use the internet the way I want or to send. So I should have, oh, look, I should have the freedom to send you boys photos of my boobs. Do it. Day Keep and night. Keep doing it, night. you mean to say. <laughs> Keep doing it. Keep doing I it. should have that freedom, but I think the reality in this world is I do not have that freedom. Well, I think you're spot on because, you know what, we live in a world not in isolation, so you can't just have that, well, I have all these rights. No, no, you do, but unfortunately, you know, people smoke, there's pollution, whatever. It's like, you know, I have freedom of speech, so that should mean I can say anything I want. No, that's not what no, it you means, you can't, because right? there are some people who might neck you for saying it. Right? So be smart about it. You have the freedom to speak, but you don't have, you, it's not a right to be listened to. And so, you know, I should have the freedom to do whatever I want with photos of my nude self. God, I can't even imagine a world in which I would take a photo of my nude self, but let alone send it to anyone. But actually, we, we're we going to come back in a second with the guy oh. who runs this Facebook page, apparently. The, He's on the phone. The Melbourne's Men's Society. There's a guy the who calls himself Wally, mm. and he runs this page. I think other people might call him that too. Let's see if I can talk Wally out of putting up photos of naked women on their website to make fun of. Michelle Laurie's Nitty Gritty, Nitty Gritty, Nitty Gritty. One of the most annoying things in modern life for me is uh, sexting. Yeah. It's people sending each other nude photos of each other, particularly when you find out kids are doing it very young. Men are really blatant, just going straight up, send us a pic of your business. And Wally, Mm. you are a person, I'm assuming Wally's not your real name, particularly given that that the surname I've been given is Favola. I don't think you're actually (laughs) Wally Favola, are you? Uh, Yeah, no, I am. Right. Are you sure that's not a tautology, to be a Wally and a Favola? No, no, just uh, that's actually my name. No, so. it's actually right. not. I know it's not because you told Sonia it wasn't earlier today. So we're off to a good start, Wally. You run a website, a Facebook page called Melbourne Men's Society where... The MMS. Where men... It's a closed group now. It wasn't initially. But you uh, allow people to upload photographs of naked women and then you all make fun of them. Uh, um, we don't allow it. We They sort of... Um, we made the group at first to sort of just as a boys' group to um, a bit of banter and and just bond together because um, the girls had a page and we sort of um, well wanted to make one ourselves and, yeah, we did that. And now, then, Wally, I've got, I got, got, got to call you on this early. You said you just made a page to banter. That was the first thing you said, so just a bit of lighthearted stuff yeah, amongst yeah. folks. But then you said, no, we did it because the girls already had one. That already starts to have a tone of revenge around it, doesn't it? Because that weren't they putting out pictures of boys' penises and having a bit of a giggle? Penises? Um, it, it wasn't really that. That wasn't our intention. So it oh, no. sort of just got out of hand. Oh no, it's an accident. But I when understand. you say you the girls did it, so we're doing it. You accidentally fell over and started a misogynistic Facebook page. I understand. <laughs> it happens. Wally. Now, so what are we going to do about this, Wally? Because, um, you know, the girls are. I mean, what are we going to do about? Do you understand that this is hideous? <laughs> yeah. No. Of course. It's um. It's been taken down. Heaps of pages have been taken down, and we made um another group with the uh, boys and the girls in it. So right. it's sort of... Um, but yeah, further to your point, though, Matt, that page is called Melbourne's Men's Society versus Melbourne Gals page. And right. it's not exactly a, a fun club where people are hanging out. It's all about it, blaming each other and you calling the girls sooks right. um, and telling them that they should keep their clothes on, which, I mean, in, I've just told them as well, but we, I think we're coming from different places. But you, are you taking some responsibility for, the, for, for what's happened here? Um, well, uh, I heard what you said earlier, you know, the girls, the girls should, um, take responsibility for their own actions and... 
Well, yeah. only because I said that young men are the dumbest things in the world and can't be trusted. Hey, hey, we got hey, one working. You, know, you could be right. You could be right. You got a point there. Um, but at the end of the day, the girls um, choose to do that, and yeah, it's their own decision. Well, yeah, but he... then you choose to to shame them. No, well, not me directly. That's the, you've gone wrong there. Just well, hang on. Did, but... Let's let's just get it straight here, Wally. Like, not you directly, but it's a page you're in charge of, the Melbourne's Men's yeah. Society. I assume you're in charge of them. At any point, you and can say, guys, this is not what we're about. Let's shut it down or shut it down and restart and the page we, again. We actually have. Um, people like post it and it gets reported and me and my friend Storm, we just get rid of it and because we're the owners of the page, he made the page. And Well, why don't you kick them out of the society if they do any of those, you know, picture we, shows? No, we do. we do. We try, but there's there's thousands and thousands of people. So okay. just try to keep up and... Um, I've yeah, got, it's a bit hard, but we can, can do what we can. I've got an idea. Instead of okay, instead of going, uh, I'm accepting what you're saying. Okay, so I'm accepting <laughs> that you're saying that you do delete them and you do try and uh, edit. Yeah. What if you started putting up some stuff on the page about um, the effects that things like this can have on women, and about um, sort of ways that we can engage as men and women in productive, positive ways and. Um, you know, things like that. What if you What if you used all those thousands of people, men, young men yeah. you've got coming to your page and started to get a constructive conversation going about that? We have. There's been women that post on the page saying, you know, how, how do you guys do this and all that sort of... Um... But not from an angry place. They're what responding if, what if, to it. What if you post it, Wally? What if we're not getting women from an angry place? What if you as a young man, if you take yeah. leadership and you say, okay... I'm starting this conversation as yeah, a young man. I think you're right. Yeah, I think everyone will listen to me because, um, yeah, I think you've got a point there. Wally, do you have aspirations? Do you hope one day to maybe represent, be a politician, <laughs> are something you a, like that? Are you a young liberal is what we're trying to say. Uh, <laughs> now listen. Yeah, um, definitely. You are? Yeah, of course. Right. Okay. No further yeah. questions, Your Honour. I'm done. I'm done. I give up on you now. You're very it's, – it's early, Wally, but I've given up on the rest of your life. Know. Oh, now that's very harsh. We live in a democracy Mate, where people like Wally – I'm allowed like to Wally... be harsh. This is my nitty-gritty and I'm being harsh and I'm saying oh, that – Jesus, that's gone for a while. Wally, Nearly 15 minutes on. Wally's a young liberal who's, who's you know – Wants well, to laugh at girls with floppy cans. Yeah. No, no, that's not. Well, all right, okay. I but look forward to you being our slogan, prime minister, though. Wally. I look very forward to you being our prime minister. Thank you, sir. Oh, I, I never said I'd be a prime minister, but no. um, you wouldn't mind I'll it. Probably, I'll probably be a radio host one day or something. Like that. Here we go. I reckon you'd mow my lawn if I Don't asked bite. you. You're pretty flippy, floppy, mate. Don't bite. Don't bite, Michelle. Just thank you, Wally. It's been lovely to speak Thanks, to you. Thanks, mate. Shout out to the Muftis. Yeah, whatever, okay. dude. What? Just bring him down. Just before anything else, inflammatory and. Oh. All right. God, what a hateful little creep. Listen, don't bite. Okay, I don't, I don't want to have to send you to it's Naughty Corner. It's my nitty-gritty, mate. I know, but it's don't... It's actually my nitty-gritty. So if I want to call him a hateful little creep, it's my nitty-gritty. I'm saying he's got you. I wouldn't do it in your name, fame, game. <laughs> okay. All right. It's actually our show, and I don't want to see my friend get lowered into a fight, a slinging match with a prissy little liberal. Well, we can't because we've faded him down and hung up on him. That's All the right. beauty of being the host. Yeah. Matt and Michelle. This is another thing I love about working at this radio station is Kiss It Better. Yep. It's this thing where oftentimes it's the girls below decks, honestly, who find out about something or someone, some way in which they can use what they have at their disposal here at a big radio station. To help out. To help someone, to make someone's life better, to make someone smile. It's a bit of a tearjerker. It's it's such a lovely thing to do and I love being part of it. And uh, so we have one for you today. That Georgia Below Decks worked very, very hard on. Mm. 
It is. Um, Dunya, thank you for coming in and joining us. Thanks for having us. You've brought your beautiful girl, Jocelyn, in. Yes, I have. She's sitting here. Tell us a bit about her life. Um, Jocelyn's eight years old. Mm-hmm. She's the eldest of our three children. She's got two younger little sisters, Lily and Kayla. <laughs> uh, Jocelyn is um, suffering from a life-limiting form of epilepsy. Right. Yeah, called migrating partial epilepsy of infancy. So there's a lot of seizures. Yeah, um, tons and tons, um, you know, plus 100 plus a day. Um, Gosh. She can have some really good days where she's really happy and alert. Um but yeah, she's in hospital a lot, unfortunately. Well, we, we, we have epilepsy in our family, and I know. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Get ahead of the postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Just one how one... Fit was the word we used to use. I don't know if that's even politically correct now. Just can really stymie a whole family. It's yeah. quite traumatic to have to witness, yeah? Yeah, it's um, it's tough, but um, she's a brave little girl. She um, mm. she was actually born having seizures, so she doesn't know any different. Um, oh, my goodness. Yeah, so we were told she wouldn't live past 12 months of age. Oh, my goodness, and she's now eight. She's now eight. Yeah, she's now eight. I can't imagine how that feels as a mum to um, to have that information for, for a lot of reasons, not only emotionally, but it, then it's um, spending time with your daughter and wanting the best and hoping for better than 12 months and doing everything you can possibly do. And you've you've managed it. You've, you've had Jossie for eight years. Yeah. So far and counting. Yeah, that's it. We're really, really lucky. She's um, a strong little girl and yeah, very, very brave. Well, she looks very brave. She's sitting here. She's in a chair. That's a, is that a motorised chair? No, it's not. No. no. So you've got to push that around everywhere, get it into the car. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you've got two other kids. Two other kids, yep, six and four years old. And I know, having spoken to a few, you know, families that are in the same position that you find yourselves in, you're constantly worried about whether your other kids are getting a fuller life or yeah. is it too much about Joss and, but yeah. geez, they're so wonderful around her and it's a yeah. balance, right, an emotional balance, Yeah. It really is. Yeah. We just want the best for all of our kids, you know. Mm. Um, we want them to have as normal life as possible and as a fuller life as possible and just be happy. In so many ways, though, uh, they have a better than normal life, don't they? Because I feel as though things that I try to teach my children about empathy and generosity and kindness and um, patience and and all of those things are things that your children live every day. They and, do. and they'll grow up with... With a very particular view of the world, I think, your kids, your younger kids, won't they? They do, yeah. They're really beautiful and kind-hearted and sensitive mm. and um, loving kids. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, one of the things we that we were taken by when we uh, when the people at my course made us aware of, you know, what your life is like and what Joss is going through, how really all the, you know, the things that she's suffering from, it's a list. Yeah. It is a list. And I was like, oh, my gosh, there's this, there's cortical visual impairment, scoliosis, global development delay, and... I mean, I'm sure you know that off by heart, but for me, I was like, wow, even one of those yeah. is really tricky. What then, sort of things make her smile? What 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 makes Jossie smile in a 
She loves music. Yeah. Yeah, she loves music. She particularly loves Taylor Swift and One Direction. Right. <laughs> Typical yeah. eight-year-old little girl. And she loves us. Yeah, she does. <laughs> <laughs> so you can make her, I guess it's about making Jossie's environment um, make her smile, full yeah. of, of things that, that gladden her heart and um, give her positive feelings. Yeah. She mm. loves animals as well. Um, Great. All the, yeah. Which are all those, you know, sort of warm things. When I talk about this list, the the thing that sort of caught me was there's that list and then there's this other list mm. that your family's put together, you and the kids, about all the things you love to do, like a wish list. Yes. A wish list for And Joss. so many of these things on the list are about that, about the environmental just putting a smile on Jossie's face. They're not they're not huge things. They're, they're just things about creating a beautiful yeah. atmosphere, aren't they? They are. And we thought, well, what's the cliche? Generally, somebody grants three wishes. Yeah. And we thought... Maybe we could grant three wishes. Yeah. That'd be amazing. <laughs> well, the good news is that's exactly what we're going to do, right? Now, I'm sorry we've selected the wishes, but we thought these would be the some of the bigger ones, right? Well, some of them turned out to be just perfect time and place, really. Yeah. Because one of the things on the list was go to a red carpet event. And in a couple of weeks, there's Australia's biggest red carpet event, the Logies. And it's here in Melbourne. Oh, my gosh. And we would <laughs> love for you guys to go and be on the red carpet if you would like to. That would be amazing. Right. Tick. Wow. Tick. There's one wish Done. come true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the other one that we're particularly excited about is you guys wanted a fairy garden. Yes. A fairy garden at your house. Yes. Well, today a fairy garden is being installed in your house. Oh, Josie, how amazing is that? That's my favourite one. because <laughs> Oh, I love it too. That's the environmental. That's every day when you open your eyes. It's your home and your garden. Well, who I knew love that. There was a company called www. Fairy Gardening no. Australia. Oh, so they're going to take care of the whole thing for you guys. Wow. Thank you so much. You're welcome. <laughs> and the third wish, yeah. right? And you said the whole family put this wish together, right? Yes. yes. This this is a biggie <gasps> for the family, I think. We're this very happy with this one, one, aren't we? Fill your lungs with some fresh air and ocean air. Yep. It's a weekend on the spirit of Tasmania <gasps> for the whole family. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. Isn't that fun? Oh, Oh, I love Thank being you. out on the... You're welcome. So that's the whole family. Oh, you're tearing up. Yeah. We didn't bring the tissues in. Don't no, use those. No. Don't use those because they're alcohol wipes and so they're just going to make your eyes sting more. Oh, we yeah. do have some. No, no. Thank you. That's amazing. So, I mean, you know, we'd love to make every wish come true if we could because we know that, you know, every oh. day you wish... Yeah. Things could just be a bit easier and life could be a bit happier, right? Yeah. We just want her to experience... All the beauty in life and um, unfortunately, you know, we don't know how long we have it for. So, But you know what else? It's also about you guys. It's about the rest of the family and having these memories together and, you know, for you to be able to remember being on the red carpet, it's so silly and frivolous and fun, you know, and then the fairy garden will be with you forever for as long as you want it. Yep. You know, and um, the trip... Photos, memories, an adventure together as a family for you and the other kids to never forget. Yeah. On the high seas. Yeah. Amazing. And I think that's what family is. It's about building a basket full of memories. It's always fun at the time, but it's always when you're sitting around the table later on going, remember that? I know, and happy memories. Happy memories on the boat, in the garden and the silly old red carpet. And the Logies. Yeah, funny. (laughs) Amazing. Well, Tanya, thank you for coming in and thanks for bringing beautiful Joss in as well. Thank it's you been for a real honour for us. 
Thank you so much. Can I get out of this fairy costume now? Yes. <laughs> and you are so welcome. Thank you. We'll see you soon. We'll keep up. Let's keep in touch, yeah? Definitely. I want to see photos, yeah, please. Definitely. Lots of photos. And also a huge thanks to Fairy Gardening Australia. Uh, you can visit their website, which is fairygardeningaustralia.com.au. And also uh, head to the Matt and Michelle Facebook page right now to see the video of everything as well so that you can uh, check that out right now, though. Matt and Michelle's. $10,000 pop quiz. Yeah, $10,000 up for grabs every single day at 8 o'clock right here on KISS. And here's a cracking deal to Los Angeles. Fly return from 925 bucks. The world is always on sale at Flight Centre. To book, visit flightcenter.com.au. Okay. Bernadette. That's weird. You just told me a great joke. Oh, it's a lame joke. No, I loved it. That an old lady in a supermarket told me. From Geelong. Listen to this, Bern. Does what do you call a woman who sets fire to a gas bill? <laughs> Bernadette? Yay! He just told us yeah. five minutes ago, Bert. That old lady in the supermarket might sue me now. That's fun. Oh, there you go. Have you heard that one before? Because your laugh was like, ugh. Yeah. I, I have. Okay. I have. Yeah. I think I heard it for the first time when I was about eight years oh, old. So I'd never heard it, mate. I'm a bit behind. Loz loved it. I loved it. And I would love for you to win $10,000, Bert. Oh, so would I. G-Town represent. Here we go. Yeah. Okay. Who sings the current hit, Don't Let Me Down? Pass. Who was Katie Holmes married to? <laughs> Tom Cruise. Which movie starring Hugh Jackman is in cinemas today? Uh, it's uh, Eddie the Eagle. What team is currently on top of the AFL ladder? Uh, North Melbourne. True or false, the 60 Minutes crew being detained in Beirut have now been released. True. Name the boy band Robbie Williams was in. Oh, I um... um which actress has been named People Magazine's most beautiful woman in the world for 2016? Oh, uh, no idea. Pass. Who is the newest coach on The Voice? Uh, Ewan McGregor. No, no, Ronan Keating. Which female pop star released a new music video overnight? Uh, Beyonce. What title has the City of Melbourne recently received? Pass. Who sings the current hit Don't Let Me Down? Um, pass. What boy band was Robbie Williams in? Um, 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 take um, that. Take that. Oh, but we can't oh, take that. No, sorry. It's too late. 400 in your skyrocket, though, Burn. So That'll cover the gas bill. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's crazy to see my girlfriend. Yeah, Get great married. one. That's a great idea. Go oh, out with the girls. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Our pleasure. Righto, what do we got to cover off here? Chainsmoker. Chainsmoker sing Don't Let Me Down, whoever they are, but good luck to them. Uh, Robbie Williams was in Take That. We got I know that who the they end. are. Um, the most beautiful woman in the world, according to People magazine, is Jennifer Aniston. For the second time. Gosh. Once about 15, 16 years ago. Popstar released her new single overnight is Rihanna, and uh, heads up, there's nipples in the video, guys. No, from yeah. Riri. Yeah, burn, there's nipples, <laughs> dead set nipples. Awesome. Melbourne has recently been crowned the sports city of the decade. Everyone was wondering who it was going to be, right? Yeah. yeah, I was, I was. Yeah, I really was. Rio might be a bit pissed off by that. <laughs> nice work, though. Enjoy your 400. We'll play again uh, tomorrow at 8, the pop quiz right here on KISS, and a cracking deal to Los Angeles fly return. Uh, from 925 bucks, the world is always on sale at Flight Centre. To book, visit flightcentre.com.au. Kidnapping charges have now been filed against the Australian 60 Minutes crew detained in Lebanon. The Lebanese TV station has shown video of the moment children were snatched off a of Beirut street. 
Yeah, that's music to listen to an exclusive interview by. That's kidnapping music. Yeah, I some. guess. I mean, it's such a fascinating, intriguing story, and particularly now that uh, the Australians are coming home. The, the news crew are. The mum, Sally, is staying on in Beirut to say goodbye to her kids. Mm. I feel as though she is the big loser in all of this. She has lost complete custody of the kids. Previously, the Australian courts uh, had given her custody, but now she has relinquished that. That's part of the deal. I understand that, but I think... Also, we're all losers in a way because I think we fell for the whole old-fashioned prejudice of this big bad man in Lebanon, a very dark, scary well, part listen, of the world, was doing something awful to his kids. He might be a nice guy, but it still doesn't give him the right to pick up his kids and take them to well, Lebanon. I'm not sure his side of the story has been heard until now because uh, he spoke with this network just, I don't know, what was it, 45 minutes ago? Maybe mm. a bit longer than that. Yep. Kyle and Jack, of course, are part of the KISS network. Yep. And uh, this is a fascinating insight into how it went down and what he's got out of it. Hello, Ali. How are you, buddy? Good morning, guys. Yeah, good. Okay, well, haven't you been at the centre of drama? So you were over there happily living. They got the kids. Uh, Let's go right back to the first time when, when the kids were supposed to go over there for holidays with you and you thought... No, I'm not. I can't do it. I can't send the kids back. You decided to keep them. How long in between uh, when when the, you were over there with the kids and then 60 minutes showed up and did this snatching? How long were you living with the kids for? Oh well, the kids and I left Australia last May, and it was initially to kind of spend the summer right. and um, kind of suss out where we're at. Because I mean. Technically, till date, we're still married, Sal and I. Uh, yeah. So it was just kind of figuring out what the you know, situation would be if she didn't have the kids and if I could do it. And, yeah, it kind of worked out. And then I kind of saw a few things happening in regards to Sal's um, uh, parenting or relationships or whatever you guys want to call it and uh, mm. decided that uh, it's best for the kids to kind of stay with me and... I could take care of them. I mean, capable of doing all of that. Well, and then, these things what get ugly. You, like, what was it that you saw that you didn't like? What is it that I saw? Okay. Um, well, in regards to... Her parenting. Del being... Mm. Yeah, well, um, Layella kept on telling me that uh, that Mommy's friend would sleep in, in the same bed that we were and stuff like that. Mommy's friend was always around and, yeah, I just wasn't okay with all of that. Okay. Right. And, uh, and, um, yeah, figured, uh, yeah, I mean, if she's doing They're better off with me, it. you thought. Yeah. So yeah. that's her current husband, I'm assuming, because she's now remarried, hasn't No, she's not remarried? Is it just her boyfriend or? Well, I mean, we're not divorced yet, so. Right, okay. Um, yeah, because I don't she know. She can't don't remarry. Title. <laughs> yeah, okay. so she can't remarry. Mm. And, uh, yeah, and then she obviously um, figured the only way w- to get them is to try and kidnap them or whatever. Well, uh, one of the things we did here was that um, the that you got tipped off that Sally was coming to Lebanon because you saw her emails on the family iPad. Is that true? Oh, a friggin' iCloud strikes again. Is that I what you saying? I don't even know if that's true, but you know, help clear that up for <laughs> no, us. It, 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 it is true. I, like I saw she was kind of, uh, like not that she was in the country, but I could see that's why the communications between her and I stop because um, I could see she was trying to um, orchestrate like a kidnapping. I mean, uh, right. like a bunch of mercenaries to try and come in. So I told her, please stop whatever you're doing because you're jeopardizing our safety. And yeah. uh, j- 
just the kid's safety and my safety. And then um, she was kind of trying to pinpoint our every move, but every time she Skyped the kids. And uh, that's when I said, listen, you know, you can't keep on doing We can't communicate with you because um, it's not to our favor. It's all, you know, everything's been used against us. And that's oh. when I cut contact. But I never now, told wait, wait. Sorry, where did you, where, where were you, where were you when the, the moment that the, that the, the, the whole kidnapping went down? Because we saw a grandmother get pushed over and the kids were picked up and all the four-wheel drive was there. It was all hell, okay. hell was breaking loose. Where were you well, and how did you find well, out I, about it? Well, I, I own a surf school in Lebanon. It's called Surf Lebanon. And um, the night before I got this Facebook message asking me if I can be down there for seven o'clock in the morning to give a lesson. And I said, listen, I, you know, I have to drop my kids off. I could do it at eight by the time I finished dropping the kids off at school. It can be down there for eight. And they kept on insisting and whatnot. And, um, I usually, that's, I usually do that in the morning. And then I figured, uh, you know, my mom from time to time, if we're really busy at work, she drops them off. And so that was your mom uh, that was with them. Yes. So yeah. do you think the surf lesson was obviously something orchestrated by Sally's end to get you away from the kids so that it would have been the mother? Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With them. Yeah, well, I mean, um, uh, they did a, a run on Tuesday and they saw me with the kids. Yeah. So right. it never actually went through because... Uh, they figured I'll, you know, I'll fight back or, you yeah. know, the, so they didn't, they didn't want that. And then, um, yeah, they figured if they get me away, an older lady in her seventies and her helper are not going to be much of a threat to like a six, three, uh, yeah, they would have an easier you know, time with it. And then they took oh, they took yeah. everyone to a safe house, the kids included. And then she called you to say, "Look, the kids are okay." And that's when you were able to trace her call and find them. Can you run us through that process? What happened there? Yeah, well, well what happened was I didn't know if there was a third party being involved because because uh, uh, like I mean the way it happened, we could I couldn't tell who's who and what's what, and I was just worried that someone else might have you know, been involved that she has no control of or in not right, send her yeah. a message asking, asking her, listen, are the kids with you? Let me know. Try to call her family in Australia. Every, no one answered. Um, had my mates in Australia try to call her family to figure out if, if she's down there, then it's a bit, bit more of a relief that they're with right, their mom yeah, and not course. someone else. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And then like, Three hours later, I get a call from a private number saying, hey, listen, I got the kids. Meet me on Monday at 10 at the embassy and to discuss this before we leave. And I was like, yeah, right. Like, you're not going to tell me to meet you at a proper time. And, um, yeah, and with, with all the security and the, the internal uh, security in Lebanon, they, uh, they got the data off my phone and they tracked down the number to who supposedly who is the head uh, of the whole 
plan. Right, okay. The, the and that's how you doctor, found the kids. And they, that's, you... that's how the whole thing unfold, like started to unfold is we they, they caught the guy who organized everything and then they caught the crew and then uh, the next day uh, they caught Sal and, and the kids. Wow. Wow. I mean, I've seen this guy. You see him in tiny bits on the news, the half of his face as someone's shoving his microphone in his face. But to get this kind of insight just to allow him to just tell his his side also, of the story and his how it rolled out from his perspective is fascinating. How much does it just tip over all your prejudices about Beirut and what goes on? Like, yes. They've got smart cops. They've got technology. They've got... You know, it's not just a war-torn pile well, of rubble. It. If you're anywhere near our age, you know, you grew up watching Beirut being bombed to smithereens as a kid. And um, and we sort of forget that in the meantime it's gone back to, I guess, the beautiful beachside bustling city that yeah, it was before that. I think in, in post-ISIS we have this terrible prejudice oh, about course. what the Middle East is. Of course, of course. You know, this backwards sort of land. Listen, what we have to get to is, yeah. is payment because, as I've been saying, the Australians very confidently reporting that this man has received $3 million in exchange for dropping the case basically, and allowing the 60 Minutes crew well, to come home. The Australian reports that 60 Minutes paid him $3 million, which is twice their annual budget, so that her, Tara Brown could come home. Well, is that true? I don't know. We're going to put it to him. Kidnapping charges yeah, have now been filed against the Australian 60 Minutes crew detained in Lebanon. A Lebanese TV station <laughs> has shown video of the moment children were snatched off a Beirut street. Uh, Matt and Michelle here on KISS. Wow, we've heard... A lot of information today from the dad of the kids at the centre of this incredible 60 Minutes drama that's played mm-hmm. out in Beirut. Yeah, speaking but, just uh, an hour or so ago to well, our network. Yeah, Ali Elamain. But what we haven't heard yet really is discussion of the cash. As you said earlier this morning, Matt, you know, where is Ali Alamein right now? Is he at the Flower Drum Beirut just saying, bring one of everything. Crownies got- for everyone, that table. Three Shots. million Australian dollars has landed in my account overnight, guys. Slippery nipples, thanks. Is that what's happened here? Let's I don't think. Let's find out. So to, wow. let's fast forward to now. You've obviously um, come to some deal with Channel Nine where they've compensated you. What? Well, yeah. Well, no, everyone keeps on saying I got compensated. I, I really, like, I'm really hoping I get something. But my main deal with Sally dropping the personal charges is was. It was more for the custody side of things. Yep. It wasn't for the channel. Not, I couldn't care less for them. It was all about the custody of the kids um, and everything that revolved around the lawsuits and whatnot. It was more right. for the... And, and then the Channel 9 rode off for her back with the whole thing. Right. Wait, and, so and you, do, so you've that, got full custody now, right, of the kids, and, and, and Channel 9, what they, they just had to pay something to get their staff back because they were right in the thick of it, Right. Uh, I would think so because everyone's telling me, "Oh, you got paid millions and this and that." I didn't. I didn't get. Well, yeah, that's what they're saying here. They're saying here. Yeah, they're saying here in Australia, it's all over the papers. You, it was a multi-million-dollar deal, and it was like two hundred and fifty grand or more that you demanded for each sixty minutes person. I was like, "Hang on, this doesn't sound right." Ali, did you get paid anything? Negative. Nothing. 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 Not a dime. I told them. I told them from the start that. They were asking, like, they threw the numbers. I was like, listen, money's not an issue for us. You know, all I care about is the kids, and uh, that's all I ask them. The one thing I requested of Channel 9, or the 60 mm. Minutes crew, is not to use any of that footage for, and not right. to mention the kids' name. Keep keep the kids out of this. Yep. And, you know, I mean, I tried to do that from day one with the whole incident, and I hope 
they respect that and just keep on moving with that. So, Ali, if they're you... Only, they're, if They're you, only hurting the kids at the end of the day. I understand exactly. That. But yeah. if, so, so, if you haven't been paid, who's been paid then? Because someone's been paid. Oh, it's Lebanon. Someone's always getting paid. Don't Who worry, Jackie. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> you, you. I mean, like, like I said, I, I haven't gotten anything. And ever, even when I walked out, they're like, "Oh, when she get paid?" I looked at my lawyer. I was like, "Are they serious?" <laughs> and nothing. You were in the hearings. In the, were you in the room at some stage with Tara Brown and the crew? And what did she apologise to you? What was your conversation with her like? Um, yeah, not much. I didn't say much there. I mean, uh, I don't know. Like, I, I to be honest, I can't remember if they did apologise. I mean, I kind of felt bad towards Benjamin and David more than the rest, uh, just because they like they they said they have kids and they have family. I know Tara Brown has kids and. And I just kind of felt like, oh, holy crap, you know, um, you guys are just doing your jobs and, you know, uh, you get stuck in this. But then again, mm. if the kidnapping would have happened, no one would have said, oh, poor, poor Ollie, he, he lost. They, they just came like the, just, the judge said it. You guys came to grab a TV and a fridge from Ollie, not his kid. You have been yeah. painted up in this country. For me, just standing back watching a few bits of media here and there, you were painted up as an awful father that stole the children away from the mother and lived, took off to Lebanon and, ne- and, the, and wanted nothing to do with the mother. And you tell a completely different story here. It's always fascinating to get both sides of a story. I've been getting that, that I kidnapped them. I mean, we Sally had my name and the kid's name on the airport watch list. Uh, so I don't know. I don't understand how I broke any laws. Uh, technically, yeah. we're still married. Um, you know, I was supporting the, whole, the family from Lebanon the whole time. Tried to move there a bunch of times. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know how they can paint me as a bad father, paint me as a bad father. Will the kids see Sally before she jumps on the plane home? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh like I said, uh, they wanted me to bring the kids up today, but I said, no, I don't want the kids to see their mom in handcuffs or in a jail cell, like yeah. around um, a jail or anything like that. I said, we can go grab lunch. They could play and, you know, just pretend it's a normal, regular day. And then, you know, um, I think she's off to Australia to be with, to be around her newborn. Yeah. So, um, and and how yeah, how mean, have the kids been? What's it? You know, how have you explained this to them and how are they holding up? I, I didn't explain anything to them. I told them that their mommy was trying to surprise them and her friends are just really strong. And that's oh. why they were a bit rough. And, uh, and then, you know, she had to go on a flight. She was only here for one day and she had to go back to work. And they don't know that they're going to see her tomorrow because I don't want to, I don't want it to be, um, I want it to be more of a surprise. Oh, look, mommy flew in again. Yeah, okay. uh, She's back yeah. here type of thing. They don't know that their mom, um, you know, was in a jail cell or anything like wow. that. And I hope no, no one good. tells them that. God, wow, amazing. I still think that Sally, the mum's the big loser to come out of all of this stuff. I think the kids are. When you see mum and dad fighting, that hurts even just in the lounge room. When it's happening on the world stage... And the media feast that's surrounding it, you know, yes, including us. Absolutely, I, you know, I feel for the kids, but I also feel for a woman who's been told we're going to go and get your kids back. A woman whose husband has, has taken her kids to Lebanon against the the ruling of the Australian Family Court. Whether he's oh. a nice guy or not, that's what happened. In desperation, a TV station has said we'll allegedly cough up the hundred and fifteen thousand dollars it would cost to go and. It's opportunistic at best from them. So now she's had to give up 
everything. She's had to give up her Australian family court custody. Um, I, I couldn't agree with you more. And her kids are still in Beirut and I, she's been in jail for a week and we all know who she is and we all have opinions on her. I feel like she is the big loser in mate, this. Mate, who were we feeling more sorry for four days ago, the mum or Tara Brown? Tara yeah. Brown. Shame on us. I wasn't. Yeah, well, you're weird. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm sure I'm not the only person. No, I'm just saying. Come on. Surely I, I was not the only person. You're missing my tongue in my cheek oh, there. Course. I was saying m- most people, though, were more concerned as to what was happening with Tara Brown. That was the front page picture, the man with the hand on her head well, and the talk of the hair it's straight dramatic, now. but well, I always thought that they had done a stupid thing and got caught. What, what the Buddha said. What would the Buddha say about boastful people? I can have a stab at it. Who do lovely things, and that should be enough of its own reward. Uh-huh. But no, we've given them the opportunity to ring up now and on a public broadcast to say, oh, I do all this nice stuff, actually. Well, it depends. I mean, intention is everything in Buddhism. Do you set out, do you, from the very beginning, think, I'm going to do this just so everyone thinks I'm so great? Well, they couldn't have because we, we only just invited them to call. That's but what if, I mean. Look at so it. So I think this is fine. Sarah from Frankston, what do you do? That's great. It's lovely. I'm going to talk myself up a little bit, guys. Yeah, yeah. But when I leave the car park, you know how people have to put their ticket in and pay and you're always rummaging through your bag because you never tend to have enough money? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any change I get, I always leave on the top of the parking machine. Nice. For the meth addicts, Yeah. Well, hang on. Oh, sorry. And then I just hope, I just hope <laughs> people aren't going to spend it when they have the money. I've got enough change, I'll leave it there. Well, no, I think it's You can great. score some meth for 50 cents. All power <laughs> It all you. adds up, mate. Hey, um, that's no thing... different to what I did. No, it's not. And, but you're not, you don't do it to boast and you just had an opportunity today to say this is what I do. The other thing I love about what we're doing now is it gives other people ideas, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, the, all that pay it forward, paying for someone else's coffee in a cafe and all that, that was just one person's idea and then someone else heard about it and it caught on. So now we've all realised if I've got some spare change when I'm paying for my parking, I'm going to pop it on top like Sarah. Well done, Sarah. Yeah. And that's that's how, all good karma that's for you, That's how the girl. Frankston Council's going to make its budget this year, of course. <laughs> Mark from G-Town represent. What do you do, Mark? Um, I, I, um, there's a, uh, a nat in the paper about a family. The child had terminal cancer and the parents couldn't work. Mm. Uh, and I was lucky enough to win $1,000. So I went and gave the $1,000 in an envelope to those people. They did say thank you and just gave it to them. And I mean, I'm assuming that $1,000 does not come by easily in your life, Mark. There's, is, is no, there a... it's, uh, it's, it is hard to come by in anyone's life, really. Yes. So, yeah. you know, I had three young boys myself and they were young at the time when this happened and I thought that family needed them more than what I did, so I gave it to them. Oh, Good bless you. you. That's real sacrifice. Well done. Oh, my you goodness, You should be the Mark. next mayor of Geelong. I know they're struggling for one right now. That is wonderful karma. We do need one, yes. You we do. do need well, one. <laughs> You sound like a kind-hearted man. I'd vote for you in the mayoral elections. Yes, Lucy from... As long as you you had coloured hair. (laughs) Lucy from Crib Point. What is it that you're doing that's really good? You want to boast about it? Yeah, hi, guys. Um, I've paid for an elderly pensioner's meal one time when I found out that he ate at this particular restaurant regularly. I didn't let him know, though. I just slipped the waitress some money and said pay for his meal. And I bought a single mum washing powder when she had none. She was at the grocery store and she couldn't. She had to put the washing powder back because she couldn't afford it. Oh. So I bought it for her. It's it's yeah. so it's it's so it makes such a big difference to people. And the other thing when is, they find out, you get there, you've you've had your meal or whatever, and then you find out that someone has done this for you and left. It's amazing. That is lovely. There is also yeah. a, 
a point of embarrassment for a lot of people. Was that woman grateful or was she a bit sort of oh, um, Yeah, she didn't actually say a word. She looked a bit embarrassed and yeah. um, I just sort of paid for my groceries, slipped the $5 for the lady at the register, register and said, yeah, put that towards the washing powder. I don't think it I should stop us. I get the washing powder. It shouldn't stop us. And yeah. the other side of the coin is we no. should overcome our own embarrassment and allow people to help us. Um, I once at a checkout saw a lady pay for like $200 worth of groceries for another lady. Wow. Who's like dole or pension or whatever hadn't gone in. And it was obviously the family groceries. And this other lady just whipped out a credit card and paid for it. It was amazing. Um, this is a nice way to end the show. Can I tell you uh, faith. about how it feels from the other side from my little mate Monty, with yes. whom I do the pickup. We'll be on at three this afternoon. Recently she was telling me she went to the doctor with her little boy who was sick and clearly the doctor could see that Monty and the baby were just exhausted at their wits end, mm. just really having a hard day. When she got out to reception to pay, the receptionist slid over a note to her uh, from the doctor saying, "This, I can see that you're having a hard day and this has been a free consultation. Wow. Isn't that beautiful? That's a man who should be a doctor. That's a man who cares about people. Mm. That's a woman who didn't know about Medicare too. No, I don't think he was a bulk biller. <laughs> right. So what it would have been a gap. The difference. You know? And he's said, yeah. forget he's about a, the gap. Yeah, Mind the it. gap. Yeah. Oh, that's lovely. Yes, and she cried. Little Monty cried with just happiness that someone would care for her in that moment when she desperately needed caring for When she was literally crying tired. yes. Well, that's great. Matt and Michelle in the morning. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.